Hi, I'm Nick. Welcome to another great episode of the St. Paul Filmcast. Today we have a guest, uh, Kyle Hester. He has been acting for quite a while. He's been in the movie business for a very long time, and he has a new project, a new film coming out called Preacher 6. We had him on. We just got a little bit of a window to get him in because he's very busy promoting and editing the film. So we had a little window of an opportunity to have him come on and talk about the film. It's an exciting film. The the trailer is on YouTube. I'll put it on the link. Uh, You can catch it. It's uh, simply Preacher 6. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a fantastic movie. with the with the movie, I, it's hard. Like he said, uh, when you listen to the interview, it was kind of hard to really pin it down to what kind of movie it is. It obviously has got some components of a horror, action, drama, and a um, lot of lot of components put into the movie. But it's highly original, and I'm really anticipating to opportunity to, to see this film. Um, we learned a great deal about uh, the movie, and we learned a great deal about Kyle. And it was just a great great time to have him on, and it was a lot of fun. And I have to say. Uh, the amount of energy he had on this uh, interview, I, I would can't can't impossibly imagine how working with Kyle that he wouldn't even let you slip, not to just get the amount of input and energy. Also participated with the movie, so uh, definitely, uh, yeah. So up next is my interview with Kyle Hester. The movie's called Preacher Six. Check it out, and we'll have that interview after these messages. Hey, folks. Biggie here with some breaking news. My podcast, Karaoke Biggie, was just named the number one karaoke podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Well, you shouldn't. That category definitely does not exist. My co host, Kevmo, and I are in a league of our own when it comes to podcasts. So why don't you check out the world's best, well, probably only, karaoke podcast, Karaoke Biggie? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or, or wherever else you get your podcast. Or you can check us out at karaokebiggie.com. Come on by every Tuesday and give us a listen. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. Hey, everyone. I'm Billy. And I'm Joe. We are from the podcast Zero Supervision. We have episodes Monday through Friday. And we cover the latest in pop culture and current events with a comedic twist. We are not safe for work or for children. Seriously, you'll get fired. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter at Zero Supervision and wherever podcasts are found. Thank you very much, everyone. Peace out. Bye. And we are back. We have a great episode again. Once again, uh, we have a guest. His name is Kyle Hester, he's going to talk about his new movie, Preacher 6. Hi, Kyle. Hey, how are you? First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. This is awesome. <laughs> hey, um, this, we're going to talk about you, or your, your new movie, Preacher 6. How can anybody find it? How can anybody be a part of it? All right. Well, um, first, I'll just say this. Preacher 6 is, um, if for, for those of you who... Follow independent film. It is a. Uh, it's kind of like a. It's 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 an exciting kind of adventure of horror and grindhouse, and uh, basically a small town preacher comes to the big city and uh, ends up fighting demons in a literal sense. Uh, so there's there's going to be a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of action and uh, and demon killing and and whatnot. And you can find us on Twitter 
um, at Preacher6. It's just spelled out like that. And you can find me on Twitter also at Kyle D. Hester. All right. I, um, how did you come across the project? How did you get involved? Well, actually, this, it's a funny thing because I had been involved in another project um, previous to Preachers It's Getting Started, and I, and I was trying to get it off the ground with, this other, with these other people um, for five years. I was involved in this. Oh and, um, and, then, and then when the you know, imaginary potential money started to get real, like some people like lost their minds yeah. and, um, and then, and then it all fell apart because of, uh, of people like have these images of like, you know, I'm going to be wealthy and this is my project and we're going to the moon and like all these things that happened in your brain, uh, when people think that, you know, this is going to change the world. Right. And, um, so, so it ended up, yeah, just going away. And I mean, after spending so much time on it, um, I basically, I was like, I was so like just ready to make something happen. And, and I, and I, so I'm, I'm out in the backyard and I'm, I'm like, you know, <laughs> pissed off and I'm, you know, kicking <laughs> rocks and, you know, th- throwing the ax and, and whatever I do. And, uh, and then I walk back into the house and, uh, my wife has a cocktail and I have a cocktail and, and I hear her like whispering, she's going like this, preacher, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? What are you doing? That's weird. You know? And she says, I don't know, but it's really cool. And then we started talking about these characters that she was thinking about. And, and, um, and so basically one thing led to another and, uh, and it, and it became this idea for a film. And, and so we said, let's just, what we had been doing for other people, we, we just said, let's, let's do this for ourselves. And so that was the, the beginning of, um, of Preacher Six, the film. So you got somebody else to uh, kind of help you out, write it out for you? No, my wife wrote it. Oh, she did. Okay. Um, which I mean, did she? Did you kind of bleed a little bit of it? Like you, your suggestions get in there as well, or? Well, we talked about some character stuff, so yeah. I, I would like throw in ideas and whatnot. But she basically built this world. Nice. I mean, it's like the characters are super cool and original and. It's like kind of like building the Justice League from scratch, <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. that's and that's that's what she did. So I mean, she knocked us out of the park. She did a lot of research, and like you know, the characters are based on historical people that you wouldn't necessarily know unless you go oh, and you look into the names of like who is that and what does that mean and and that kind of stuff. So it's she did a lot of a lot of research for it, and it's it's epic. So I mean, I'm, I love about writing. How long do you think? How long did it take her to uh, complete the writing part of it? Um, she's pretty fast, but I would say um, with the different drafts and whatnot, it was yeah. probably like a a nine month process before like the final script okay. was ready. Okay. So yeah, so so it was like you know as we were. Um, you know, building the audience and, and, you know, raising some pre-production funds and that kind of stuff. So she was doing drafts and, and redrafts and, and that kind of thing. So it's a, it's like an, it's an ongoing process of, of creativity. Yeah. Did she, uh, did she ever ask for your advice? Like maybe, you know, or you, uh, did you write a couple lines yourself? Um, you know what? I think like we would go like, we'd go for like a, a hike in here in like Hollywood and, um, yeah. and like 
like a line would sure. come to my head like oh hey it'd be cool if you know i said this or somebody said that or like you write this line down you know but i mean that and and some character ideas was was pretty much kind of my input but like this is this is hers it's like you know they, they got in there and like she just let the characters come out and so that yeah, was pretty cool so uh you know are you, are you a big fan of horror why why why, why pick a horror movie kind of well, okay, okay. Um, first of all, let's say, uh, have you seen the trailer for it? Oh yeah, you got me interested right when, yeah, the first ten seconds of the trailer. Okay, right on. Yeah. Um, you see how? Okay, like to call it a horror film, maybe a little misleading, sure. because it's 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 kind of like how do you describe Sin City? You know, it's it's not a horror film, and it's it's not it's like it's not a sci-fi. So it's like, so what do you call it? It's you almost, know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know the Quentin Tarantino style of film. It's like it crosses a lot of genres, but um, but you couldn't really peg it. You know, it's like uh, uh, the Hateful Eight. Like, what do you call that? Yeah, is it a western? Is it an action? Right, right. You can't. Yeah, you can't yeah, exactly. Peg it. For so that's so so yes. So I know that I'm I'm selling this really well by saying I don't know what to call my film. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's like, um, so it's all of those, it's all of those genres, you know, sure. it's, it's got the action, it's got the comedy, it's got, you know, the, the violence and, you know, it's got like some, you know, of the horror demon elements to it. Um, so it's kind of like, it's like that mishmash of epicness. So you guys like, ever like watch movies and get an idea for something to put in there or you just went go at it right right from the start uh you know what i think i think if you let like another film specifically color something then you're you're gonna be disingenuous to what you're trying to do yeah you know so it's, it's like as you're from saint paul so you know prince basically right listen to his own music Right. You know, so so I think that as an artist, you kind of have to listen to your own music if you're going to be true to what you're trying to say. It's like if you got if you got something that you want to do and you don't, don't want it to be like something else and you can't watch something else and not think that it's going to be like that or try to emulate that, you know, so so I think it's just um, you just got to deep dive into whatever whatever the story is and let it happen. Did you guys have an idea in mind when you're when you're doing it, or you just kind of write out to the ending? Um, well, I think that I think it kind of always. I knew that like it's like okay, well, here's here's the thing. If you want to make something cool, how do you do that? That we can do something for a little, you know, for not a, millions of dollars, you know. So how do we do that? And so so we kind of put together a little formula. It's like okay, well, we can't have a cast of thousands. You know, and we right, can yeah, shoot yeah. it like a, a few locations, you know, and then you get really good actors, you know, that hopefully have some kind of, you know, audience or, or you know, they know their way around social media or whatever. I mean, don't put people in your movie that suck, you know. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm writing bottom, that down, Kyle. I think it's the bottom line, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. That's a good idea. Okay. Do not use actors that suck. I think, you know, everyone should write that down. And, um, and you know, these are things to do. Kyle says, <laughs> all right, good, good. So, 
we got. Well, I've talked about the writing process, and now we talked about how you got the move. How'd you get your ensemble? How'd you get your cast and crew going? Uh, well, I have been acting for a long time. Um, so basically, like most, I'd say eighty percent of the actors in it are people that I have worked with before, as in an act capacity. Um, so it was kind of like I've got my Rolodex of like, okay, these this is everyone who's really awesome, and I want to and I want to work with them if I ever get a chance. So I so so you know we're doing this thing, and it's like okay, so I pick up the phone and I'm like, you know, hey, uh, Peter Mernick, you know, who I did Andersonville with, and um, and he plays Father Dan, and he's like amazing, and um, and I said, hey, you want to do a movie? He's like, yeah, man, count me in, let's do it. All right, all you know, so. So it's like, so that's it, you know? So it's like, I knew the people, you know? And also, it's like, you want those people, we, we circle back to this, you want those people to not suck. So, <laughs> because I had, I had worked with them for, you know, over the years, I knew in advance, this person does not suck, so he can be in the movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get it, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. think about... Um... You ever think about directing it? Uh, this particular film, no. Okay. Because it does, it involves um, a lot of like uh, special effects and digital effects, which I do not do. So, so I was like, I'm gonna, you know, Grady Earls, who is the director, um, was the guy. Okay. You know, so I had right. you know worked with him two years, three years prior, and I, I knew was familiar with all the stuff that he was capable of. And um, so we went from there. So I, so I, I'll direct something at some point, but it, it won't be, it won't be a digital effects um, kind of film. So how, how long did you guys take to to shoot the principal filming? Well, it, it was a process. We um, we actually had had started some fundraising for it um, in the first year. This is about a two and a half. We're about two and a half years in right now. Okay. okay. And so. So after the first year of doing some fundraising and you know spreading the word and whatnot, um, it was like, okay, people are tired of hearing about you know, hey, let's get this film going, you know. So I called up Grady and I was like, all right, we got to shoot something, you know. So, so I went out to Arkansas last summer, and we shot like the first ten pages of the script. Okay, because nice. It, all right, you got it, got it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it just so happened that you know that place in louisiana um that part of the script so i was like all right let's get this in the bag and then we'll make a trailer so the trailer that you saw we shot last summer ah all right so that is what has has kind of gained the traction to get the funding for the for what we just filmed um which is uh which we're gonna actually have a new trailer coming out in the next couple of days with with the footage that we shot for the film that's great. Okay, so in a couple of weeks, uh, I'll let everybody know. In a couple of weeks, we have a new trailer. So uh, the principal it took you quite a while to get it done. So now you guys are in post production. I understand. Yeah, yeah. And so now, now we're in post, and so this is like the whole other half of the thing, as you know. Yeah. You know, so so it's it's like uh, it's kind of for for people who aren't filmmakers. You know, you go, all right, hey, we shot the movie, and they're like, okay, when's it coming out? And then go, all right, we got to do all the stuff you got to do to put the movie together, which is post production, which is editing and effects and sound and music and color correction and like all the stuff that makes a movie look like a movie that you know that's all very technical stuff, and that I don't do any of that. So, um, so you, you're so, not so, editing it yourself. No, 
No. Okay. Nope. Nope. I am. I am. Uh, I'm a a creative producer and an actor. <laughs> so not not necessarily not necessarily in that order. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, I like to call myself a reluctant producer. It's like, all right, if nobody else is going to do this, I'll do it. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, one, of the, one of the producers. Yeah. That that's uh, anybody want it? Okay. Nobody wants to be the extra. I'll sit in the background. Fine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did when you're doing independent films, I understand sometimes you know with costuming and all that stuff. Did you have somebody to wear costumes, or you have the actors just think of it themselves or stuff like that? Oh no! Yeah, we had a costume designer. We nice. had, um, right. yeah, we had all of it. We had a costume designer and the you know makeup artists and like all of the different department heads. So, so it was a it was a real thing. I mean, we pulled this. We shot a hundred pages in eleven days. That is impressive. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. That I mean, I'll tell you, that's gorilla style, man. <laughs> Dude, it was it was like you know the first AD was like, okay, let's go. Give me a cup of coffee, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was it was nuts, but we we pulled it off because it's like when you have when you have like you know you've raised all this money and every day you know is like a bunch of people pitching in for that one day, you know, because it's like if you're spending you know it's ten thousand dollars a day, right? You know, something like that. So you can't you can't fuck it up. Oh, you know, it's yeah. like whatever, whatever those like, uh, you know, you, you got those 10 pages, you're getting that done, you know? So, yeah. So it was, uh, it was, it was nuts, but we, but we got most of it. I mean, there's a couple of second unit stuff that I'm, that I'm going to shoot, um, that we have to, to still do, but it's, it's minor stuff. Did you guys do uh, any storyboarding, any drawing or visuals of how do you want to look or anything? <laughs> For the action stuff, I think that that's yeah. kind of you kind of have to do a little bit of previs, knowing what you're going to be getting into um, for the at least for the action sequences, so that you you know because right. yeah. otherwise you know you can spend all day going all right, well let's okay now try to punch me like this okay no 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 <laughs> try to punch me like that okay you know what I mean yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so you don't want to get hurt right you want to make sure we uh, yeah yeah so. And, you know, and especially when you have, like, other things that, you know, might not really be there. You're doing CGI stuff, too. Um, so there's, you got to have all that mapped out. Did you guys use, like, authentic stunt people or you guys had to just kind of do it yourselves or? Well, everyone did their own stunts. Nice. All right. So, yeah, I mean, if you if you look at the cast, I mean, all the, the demons, you know, they're all you know, or a lot of them are ex wrestlers and stuntmen and you know, so they're they they've been there, done that kind of thing. So we didn't have to get anybody to replace anyone to to do anything. So I know you know with independent movies are really crunched for time. Did you did you have any time to do kind of like a read through with anybody or you just had to just start from going from principal shooting? Well, actually that's a good question. Um and I had several actors Ask me about that. Yeah. Um, are we going to do a read through? And um, and I was so crazy busy, you know, getting because I built the set, you know, and I built the set in my backyard. So like, if you, um, That's awesome, man, all right, yeah, we had, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually I'm in my backyard right now, and I'm staring at like 50 flats. So <laughs> so it's like we we 
were on a sound stage that was there was nothing in it okay. you know so everything all of the rooms and stuff like that had to be made and that was the only way that we could do it because like you know location that many locations is like you wouldn't be able to do company moves in an 11 day shoot so so this is like so it was a big culmination of how how can we make this happen and it just so happened that like all the puzzle pieces fit together because of the skill set that I had and the skill set that everyone else that I brought in had. Okay. My, my next question was, who was the cinematographer who shot the film for you? Uh, Lisa Tom. Okay. And um, you can you can look up look her stuff up on on IMDb, and she's got uh, she's got her reel up on I think it's Vimeo, but um, yeah, she's she's awesome. And we had uh, it was a lot of low light stuff. It's like the the, the look is it's um it's it's kind of like a noir if you look. So it's, it's, it's kind of dark and moody and, you know, that, that kind of thing. And, and she, um, her camera was, uh, I don't want to get it wrong because I'm not a camera guy, but it was like a Sony SA7 or something like that. It's one of the like, super low light cameras. I really, um, I really like, there's very few female cinematographers. I really like that. She's, uh, she's one of them out there doing it. Yeah, yeah, it was really, it's really cool. So I was, I was happy to have her on, and um, and she, she was great. So it's like, got to give, got to give people those chances, you know. So I always ask, you know, I have like a lot of independent filmmakers. My, I always ask, did you ever entertain the idea of doing it in black and white? Um, if I had, if I was a millionaire, <laughs> and. And wasn't really, it didn't really matter if I cared if it was going to make money. Right. Yeah. You know, then, then that would be something to, to look at, you know I mean? But it's like, you got to look at, at the audience, you know, it's like, are people gonna rent something on Netflix or whatever? That's just because it's black and white, you're going to probably cut out a lot of your audience. Yeah. Well, I, the reason why I'll ask is because you said it's, it's very much a mixture of like taxi driver and Sin City and prophecy those all you know like when scorsese did taxi driver he thought he was going to do it initially in black and white and sin city's in kind of black and white and prophecy's very dark movie so i was kind of thinking maybe you probably had an idea maybe maybe entertain the idea maybe doing it in black and white well you know it's like okay you know um the uh, the lady gaga video um uh, what is it it's like everyone's on on motorcycles and it's all black and white and sure. like there's every yeah, every once in a while, like there's something like pops with a color. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So, so that was like when when Tracy was writing it. So that's what she was thinking, you know, of the the imagery, okay. you know, to be able to have it like dynamic like that. So, um, so yeah, I think so. So yes, so that kind of darkness was there, but it wasn't ever really considered to be black and white. Uh, just like just like noir. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you? Uh, so you're actually in it. You're in the movie, right? Yes, I play. Uh, I play preacher six. Are you still kind of comfortable playing a, a preacher? Because it kind of the necktie and everything. It kind of looks kind of natural for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, you know what? It's like uh, here, I think that when uh, when you're when you're acting i think that's what that's what you're doing i was just having a conversation with somebody on twitter about that and um they were talking about like how an actor was 
said this, but he played these types of roles. And I was like, well, it's called acting. It's like, it's not him. He's doing a role and that's not who the person is. So, I mean, I'm a pagan, you know, and I play, I play a priest. So it's like, it's, it's all good. You know what I mean? It's like you, you do what you do. You know, it's like the Kyle goes out of the room when the character is in front of the camera. I like you that. Know I mean? like that idea. I like that idea. Yeah, I mean, it's like in, I was in uh, The Chair, which was uh, Roddy Piper's last film. Um, that Peter Samedi did that. That was a, a graphic novel, which is That's super... where I know that movie from. I, I was thinking, I knew that movie, The Chair, and it's like Roddy Piper was in. That's why I, I, I'm sorry, you're getting my bearings together as you're speaking. I'm sorry. No, no worries. No worries. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's out on DVD now. And um, and I think that's going to be streaming here at some point soon, so that lots of people will be able to see it. That I mean, you can get the DVD on Amazon. Okay. But um, but basically, you know, the the role that I played in that was like a super dark, sadistic prison guard, you know. And I'm probably like the most not super dark, sadistic person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So so it's like, yeah, you know, it's like you're not the person that's in front of the camera. <laughs> It, you know, it's like I'm just a big dork, you know, that I get to play these fun roles. So, yeah. um, I know you've been doing acting for quite a while. Did you uh, ever like not? Did you always just want to do it? That was something or you just kind of fell into it? Uh, well, sixth grade. OK, I, I am in music class. And it was the time when everyone had to buy their instrument. Sure. Yeah, I I remember those times, yeah. Yeah. And we did not have $800 to buy a saxophone. So so mom was like, why don't you try drama? And I said, okay, (laughs) I'll try drama. (laughs) So – so that was the end of it, man. It was like I went in there and and, uh, just like I was hooked. So yeah, so since junior high, that's it's it's been a thing, and I just I uh, kind of never, I don't know, man. Call me crazy, but it's like that's what I decided that I wanted to do, and now here I am, you know, probably you know four or five years later since junior high school. So, um, do you still kind of get nervous before shooting, or is just now you've been doing it for so long, it's just kind of like let's just go. I think the nervousness. It's here's the thing about nervousness. All right, all right. If if you can channel whatever that energy is, because uh, nervousness is just like energy that you don't know what to do with. I like that. I like you that. Know? I like this. I'm getting. I'm writing us all down, Kyle. Right on, man. Right on. <laughs> do it. We'll take notes, and you can just tell me what I said so I can remember this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's like if if as an actor, is if you're nervous, yep. then you're not really in the moment with the actor because the character that you're playing doesn't give a shit about what you think or about why you're nervous. Your character is just like wanting to do whatever they want to do in this particular scene. So it's like, so I had this, I had this, um, this acting teacher here in in LA, um, who was, who she like, she's so funny. Her name is Bobby chance and she's been in, you know, been in the business forever. And, um, and she'd come up to you and she'd like whisper to you and she, she said, Kyle, Get out of so, so my character's name was like Joe. Get out of Joe's way. He doesn't give a shit about you. This is about him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's, and it's kind of like when you think about it like that, it's like, 
oh yeah, that's right. This isn't about me. This is, the, and that's the thing, you know. So I think that once you can do that, then, then, uh, then you kind of lose the, the nervousness. And I get very intense before shooting, but that's just my the focusing energy. So I, I noticed a picture on the uh, the Peter Six uh, Instagram that there's a picture of you just saturated in blood. I mean, how uh, that day had to be kind of a crazy day for you, right? Hey, man, there will be blood. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. With a yeah. movie like this, right, you, you just kind of know it's going to eventually happen, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there, there, is, some, there is some demon killing that goes on. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, that was, that was a fun day. That was a fun day. I think mean, um, it was a few days like that. Did you ever kind of think of maybe of a continuation to the movie, maybe like a part two or something like that, or are you just thinking that just we're going to focus just what this one right now? Well, I think that you can. Uh, I'll, I'll just say this: there's there is room for a continuation. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So so we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, but uh, but yeah, there definitely there definitely is a a um a map for right, that to happen. I got it. I got it. All right. Yeah. Um, was there any particular reason why you guys picked kind of like Louisiana? Is there kind of like a or you just it's a nice cool area for all the demons to have usually come from or was there other well um i think i think basically the easiest or the best thing to do as a writer is yeah. to write things that you know about and um like i am my family's from new orleans oh all right. so that's when i was born in new orleans and um and so we got to spend some time there um and so it was like so she's like let's put let's make that part of the story you know so like so that. that's that's why you know, as somebody who's writing her own, I'm doing my own graphic novel and stuff. And of course, I'm from St. Paul, so I'm going to write it that it's from the whole fictional story that I'm writing is from St. Paul as well. Is this something that you're familiar with, right? You you kind of know the location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Then the it's authentic. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like I have I love you know Chicago crime stories, but I I could never think of writing anything about Chicago because I've never been there. So, you know, so. How often do you get back to Louisiana? Um, a, a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, but not as often as I would like. So that that will need to be changing. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you still kind of feel comfortable doing auditions, or are you still looking? Do you do still do auditions, or I don't know. I would. I'll, all right. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I have not had an audition in a in a a while. I haven't had an agent. I mean, basically, like for the last, you know, three or four years, is like just been deep diving into independent film. Yeah. I did like a, the chair, and then zombie with a shotgun, and now uh, and now future six, and and uh, so we're gonna have another another film that we're gonna be you know rolling into called the Coop, which is a seventies western. Oh, hold on. I'm going to write this down. It's called the the coop. The coop. Okay. Yeah. So then that's going to be 1971, I think is when it takes place. So um so that's that's going to be, you know, another, you know, exciting thing but with no demons in it. You know, no uh, no no CGI or anything like that. So it's like it's going to be more along the veins of like maybe No Country for Old Men, like that kind of thing. All right. All right. So, but it's kind of 
is set in the 1971 era. I like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, man. So I'll I'll be I'll be sporting the Fu Manchu, you know. Well, the car <laughs> you got to get some kind of big muscle car for you, right? Well, it's gonna be a truck. All right. Yeah. Well, either one. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will have to. Yeah, and that's that's part of it, you know. And that's part of doing like a period piece is you, know, you got to have the stuff that's like actually there. I can't like roll up in my like '96 Explorer, going, you know. Pretend like this is a you know a 1971 you know F-150. Doesn't look like that, man. I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> so, uh, before, I, we got a few minutes left. So, um, when can uh, people be? When do you think we're going to be able to uh, see the film? When do you think it's going to be the release right now? That's a great question. I think first of all, we need to come up with the money for post production. All right. So that's what's currently happening. And definitely, and, uh, we'll put that link up if anybody is interested. We'll definitely put that link up on our info. Yeah. You know what? I, grab a T-shirt. I mean, it's like what we're doing right now. It's like I'm. I'm kind of. If we sell a thousand shirts, that'll take care of it. You oh, know. So like, I'll definitely put that yeah. in there. I'll put that on our info. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And again, it'll have like crew, it'll have film crew on the back and uh, the Preacher 6 logo on the front. And um, and it's, this is the only time that that particular shirt is going to be available is on this campaign. Nice. So. All right. Um, well, well, so like the shirt and then so probably, probably hopefully maybe by wintertime, I think. That, yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a probably... Okay. About the good time. So what we'll so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have it we're gonna have it finished and then we're gonna get into some festivals. Nice. So, All right. Yeah. So so uh, as far as like when everyone will be able to see will be it will depend upon uh, the whole like if any of the festivals say well you can't show it until you know the it's been at this festival. Because some of them have those rules. Yeah, they'll have the rules like you can't have natural distribution if it if you're eligible for the festival. And uh, yeah, I know the the gate the the play you have. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, but I mean, you know, as far as like if you want to be able to be one of the first to see it, there's a perk on the campaign, you know, to get the streaming link, and you'll those people that get that perk will be able to see the film before anybody. Nice, nice. Well. Kyle, I have to say thanks for coming on and talking about the movie. It was a it was actually a heck of a lot of fun to have you on, man. Right on. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. It was a yeah, good times. So I'd be happy to come on anytime. And congratulations to the movie and I'm definitely looking forward to uh seeing it when it got, when I get the chance. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, yeah. we just keep grinding along. We're gonna get it done. Right. And before I go, I just kinda curious, I and mean, then my last question for you is what is your favorite movie? My favorite movie, a movie would be uh, The Shining with Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> that was yeah. I think, man. Yeah, I, actually, that movie is what uh, is what wanted me is what uh, kind of like said, "Hey, I, I think I want to do film as opposed to theater." Yeah, it's excellent so. choice. Nice. Just well, that's got blood coming out everywhere. Yeah, blood coming out of the elevator. So, <laughs> so once again, Kyle, thanks for coming on. Congratulations to the movie, and we'll definitely have you come back when it's uh, in circulation. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, have a have a fantastic day, man. All right, you too. Thank you. Whoa.